Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Java Chat. This is Coffee with Mike. Thanks for coming to hang out. This week we're continuing with uh, the talk about how you, or why you need a better funnel. And I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. Some of the stuff that I've been seeing online with regards to content, it's been getting less and less creative. A lot of people just talking. I did this. I did that. Seems to be a lack of creativity going on with some things. Now, there's some guys out there like uh, people like Billy Jean does marketing. Now, that guy's creative. He comes up with all kinds of cool stuff. Chris Record. He comes up with all kinds of good stuff. On top of the fact that Chris does some amazing things with just delivering value. These are guys I like to follow and watch. Um, one of the big things about funnels is the content that you put out there. Some. And, and this is another thing, it's kind of getting tired. And it just, I'm like right at the edge of <clears throat> going out and taking some of the content these guys aren't putting out there and start filling in the holes. Because it's getting ridiculous. It's, here's, here's what I did, and here's how I do this, and here's that. Oh, but there's a better way to do it, or there's, or there's even more to this. Or if you want to be mentored, Jesus, really? I get it, info products are a great place to make money. And yeah, you do need to invest in yourself. But, golly guys, the content that you put out there, I don't see a lot of stuff. I mean, just recently I started started seeing people like Ty Lopez putting out content on, uh, on, on Snapchat and on Instagram stories and I don't know, maybe I'm just not that excited about nightclubbing all the time going out and showing off what I bought. One, I don't have a lot of stuff to show off. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not Ty Lopez. I'm not that guy out there that has million dollar deals. You know, not yet. I'm working on a couple of startup projects. And I've mentioned this before. I don't care to have Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff like that. Those things don't excite me. You know, it, it, I don't, I don't know Maybe I'm just a part of a strange genre of people that don't get off on real flashy cars and, you know, super huge houses that I would have no use for. Kind of a practical minimalist, if you think about it, only because that's a big-ass cleaning bill for a house that's 3,600 square feet, and it's just me and my son and my mom, you know, it's just, I have an aging mother who's 79, she makes 80 this, this Wednesday. And a son who's 16 who'll probably end up going to, uh, at, at this point, I think, <clears throat> it's most probable he'll be headed off to the Air Force. That's fine. Um, and I'm happy for him because he loves to fly and that actually, in my opinion, is the best way to go get your, your certification for whatever plane you want to fly in the future beyond that. Um, I do know some other things about the pilot's life which aren't so exciting. Um, considering that you know they're not driving on a road, they're up in they're up in in the air, and really isn't a lot of you know 
for the commercial guys, there really isn't a lot to do once you finally got to your cruising altitude. It kind of goes autopilot these days. Um, but he loves um, he loves air, air shows and stuff like that. He loves doing um, virtual air shows and aerobatics and things of that nature. He's actually quite good at it. Anyway, so back to the content. Guys, I've been listening to, again, you guys know I've been listening to Crushing It, um, which one of the things that Gary's been talking about is the content that you put out there. In some cases, on certain platforms, the content's got to be raw and real. In some cases, it needs to be planned out. You know, this has a bullet point plan, but I don't know what's going to happen. And the reason I'm doing it this way is because, honestly, I don't know what you guys want to hear. And I'd actually invite you guys to call in and tell me, you know, hey, when you're talking about content, what do you mean? Like, you're talking about video content, you're talking about, you know, the written word, anything like that. I mean, I got, there's guys out there that are just freaking copy masters. There's a guy out there by the name of Nathan Fraser, and I've seen some of, just watching him on Facebook, that guy's a genius. I mean, he's brilliant. He comes up with some really cool stuff. And he understands what it means to come up with the right kind of sales copy. But when he's not writing sales copy, his normal self He's smart. He's really brilliant. I like, I like, I just like reading what he puts out there because sometimes I get a good chuckle out of it. Sometimes I get a good, hmm, you know, that's interesting. He understands the written word content. He knows how to make that work and he knows how to make it work on his personal brand. He also does some lives that are pretty cool. And then you got other people that do great lives, you know. Again, people like the Chris Records and um, who else? Des. There's the Breva. I gotta, I gotta mention that girl. She is an amazing brand strategist, and she's teaching people how to do it. You know, it's interesting. If you really pay attention, this young girl knows how to. I should say, young lady. Excuse me. Um, really knows her stuff. Really understands what it means to brand yourself properly. Um, there's Sue B. Zimmerman off of, of Instagram. She's known as the Instagram expert. Believe it or not, that is her handle. She puts out content that's amazing. And it's beautiful for Instagram. I, you know, I haven't even checked. I should probably look. I bet she's, if she doesn't have a YouTube channel, I'd beg her to start one. She's just a really cool, she's a really cool woman. Very intelligent. Um, and comes up with great stuff. Uh, connected me to a branding expert out of um, on, on Instagram somebody that understands how to build Instagram stories uh, does graphic design for highlights you know the highlight buttons etc etc so I kind of do the I kind of do you know I, I look at these different people and they're different genres I, I don't see very many people hitting it in all platforms I mean there's Gary V but Forgive me for saying this, Gary. By default, you're just a beast. That's just kind of how it is. Awesome. Um, but there, there's different people in different platforms. They're all doing it. And they're crushing it in their own way. But content is what makes people pay attention. So even though you might have a funnel, when I look at the funnel, the content on the funnel is sometimes overly informative and not enough creativity. Excuse the noise, guys. A big old truck coming by. I pass, a, uh, I pass a construction zone on the way home right now. They're building a, a brand new building. And building in Las Vegas and Henderson. It's, it's on the grow. Um, okay, so back to content. Guys, if you're thinking of needs of content, uh, you know, what's, what, what, do I, what do I do? What do I put out there? 
ask your audience. You know, if you don't have an audience, start reaching out to some of your friends or start reaching out to people that are colleagues. It takes some time, it takes some research. It's not, it's not gonna be one of those things where you can throw out a survey monkey and all of a sudden have everybody telling you, oh yeah, you need to put out this specific content about the VW Jetta and you're not a car guy <laughs> or gal. Just, you know, you're gonna have to go and look for some people. Maybe go out to LinkedIn and start reaching out. Maybe go out to, to Instagram and doing, doing some direct messaging going, hey, uh, I noticed you're doing this. Uh, can we talk? Or, or, you know, even like here shortly, I'm gonna start inviting people to share their stories here on this channel because it's Java chat. This is not always gonna be about business. It's coffee with Mike, you know, we hang out, we talk about life, about business, about things in, in general and things in specific. Right now, this channel is kind of wide open um, because the audience is still kind of listening and I'm still trying to figure out what you all want to hear, what you all want to listen to. Um, but again, when you're talking about the funnels that you're creating, content on the outside of the funnel, here's where the, here's where the detail comes, ready? Content on the outside of the funnel must be able to grab the attention of your audience, your intended audience. So that content that you're creating on that Facebook Live, on that Instagram story, or that one minute video on the regular post, or the Facebook story, or Snapchat, whatever. The content that you put out there must be grabbing. And whether that's a grab from being silly or a grab from being shocking, and please be careful on the shocking thing, uh, don't put yourself or anyone else in danger, or, or just superly interesting or super brilliant, you know, you might ask a question like, what if K-A-T spelled dog? For those of you that remember that movie. Um, something like that, you know, something that will elicit an emotion and a curiosity from somebody going, this guy's pretty cool, wonder what he's about. Then you can invite them into the inner part of your funnel where you can actually then go ahead and do all of the, you know, the, the, the informational content talking about, you know, this is what I can do, this is what I've done or whatever. However that, that part is set up, give the information, give the value and then invite them into, you know, your free group or invite them into your, uh, your paid group or into your paid program, you know, whatever that looks like. There's just, I would rather see more content that is, me personally, is a little more entertaining to engage me to you, the person. Like, you know, again, going back to Billy Jean, if none of you have seen any of his videos, the guy, he's, he's got a real good character about him. He's hilarious. Chris Record, the guy can rap. He did a ClickFunnels rap for, for, <laughs> for ClickFunnels. And it's awesome. If you haven't seen it, you should go look. I think it's still up on YouTube. Um, if not, go check out, just follow him. The guy does cool stuff all the time. Um, and, and he's just a value giver. He just, I mean, I like following certain people because they just, they give, you know. Another guy that loves to give great content, Frank Silas. I call him my little bro. He's, he knows his stuff. He knows how to outsource properly. The man's living a good life right now. And, I, and he's got himself a, a, new, a new companion. 
what else are you supposed to say? I mean, the guy's getting the guy's getting along very well, and he's doing it the right way. He knows how to manage his business, but he puts out good content. You know, kid loves cigars like I do. He'll sit down and have a smoke on Snapchat just to have a smoke. That's him. You know, content on this, the content on your funnel needs to be you. Um, it's an it's an old it's an old adage. Uh, well, I don't know, if it's an adage that might not be the right word. Um, but it's well known in sales that people don't necessarily care about your product. They care more about you first than your company than your product. If they can't see past you. Because they don't trust you, you know, they all know you like you trust you thing. They can care less what you work for. They care less if you've got the greatest thing in the world that will solve their biggest problem. This is where the beginning content has to come out. Your content has to be clear. It has to be good. <coughs> and mind you, I was just listening to, um, again, crushing it. And um, I can't remember her name. I think it's... I'll just call her Chewbacca Mom. For those of you that remember in 2016, that lady that bought the Chewbacca mask and just ended up laughing on a Facebook Live. If you guys don't know the ending to that story, or even the mid-portion to that, that live ended up getting viewed 162 million times. Gang. People. If she wanted to do a funnel after that, how many people do you think would have taken a look at it? At least gone and taken a look at it. Because she went raw and laughed her butt off in the delight of this Chewbacca mask because she just loved it. I mean, she ended up on talk shows. She ended up going to interviews. She's got a book deal. Well, multiple book deal now. And, I mean, how do you, how do you not recognize that content matters? And it's not just the content that you put into your funnel. I mean, if you're going to drive Facebook ad traffic, okay, great. But even that content has to be disruptive and, and attractive. You know, I, I, we'll talk about Facebook traffic drives tomorrow. But here's the bottom line. Don't strap yourself down to having to have a formula for content. Let the market tell you what. And I, and I totally agree with Gary. Let the market tell you what it is it wants to see from you. If it wants to see you cooking food, go cook food. If it wants to see you playing golf, go play golf. If it wants to see you standing around bending quarters, I know that's really extreme, but the market will tell you what it wants to see, what it wants to hear, because they want to get to know you. For me, right now, it's nose to the grindstone, so even my own hobbies like music and things of that nature are kind of on hold. I may, <clears throat> I may start doing that again here shortly. We'll see how that all plays out. It's a matter of getting certain things aligned for me. Um, I will tell you that there's content being put out on one of the projects, uh, and that's the Whiskey Company. For those of you that don't know this Whiskey Company, it's called Iowa Legendary Rye. Uh, it would be interesting to note that someone recently hailed I'm going to put this out here because I don't care I know the truth about Templeton Rye 
they got busted for calling themselves an original recipe from Prohibition, um, when in fact they are mass-produced by a company called MGP out of Indiana and flavored with some other chemicals. There's only one Prohibition recipe left for, for Templeton rye. And it's produced by a company called Iowa Legendary Rye. I want to make it real clear. Templeton Rye was a collection of 10 families that were leasing space on their farms to bootleggers, to, to Clementine distillers. One of them learned how to do it herself. And it was the one family that was never caught. In fact, when the feds finally tried to raid their farm, they raided the wrong one. They went down the road. By the time they got to Grandma Lorene's house, everything was gone. Here's the bottom line. Uh, well, with regards to the guy, he says he names it as his number one rye whiskey. This thing ain't even 51% rye. Templeton rye, the, the brand. It's not real. Iowa Legendary Rye is. And I've had both. I enjoy whiskey, for those of you that don't know that, as much as I enjoy coffee. Although I enjoy coffee more often because that's my wake. Whiskey, eh, not as often, but I definitely enjoy the flavors, the tastes, the tones, the textures. Iowa Legendary Rye, in this humble man's opinion, is absolutely the number one rye that you will ever lay your taste buds on, your palate to. Um, anything else? Really good chance it's probably MGP which is this Indiana-based company that produces whiskey. They make whiskey, but it's, it's not 100% it's not rye. I know of nobody that does 100% rye like this. And there's a, lot, there's, there's a few companies out there that are doing rye. A good portion of them do still use MTP. A good portion of them do what's called malting, which is crushing the grains to speed up the, the fermentation process. And a lot of them use enzymes to speed it up. I mean, think about it, guys. And I know I'm kind of going off topic here. I'll come right back, I promise. Whiskey, when you're, or alcohol in general, you're using yeast and sugar to have a big orgy and go create alcohol. When the yeast dies, it's all said and done. They go for the distilling part, right? So to speed that up, a lot of companies will use enzymes because that's just part of the process. I'm talking like 14 hours. 14 hours and you've got yourself alcohol or, or a mash, a fermented mash that you can distill alcohol from. Iowa Legendary Rye takes 14 days. They don't use enzymes and they don't use malt. They don't malt. Why is that? Because it's done the same way it was done back in the days of Prohibition. Now think about this. They're sticking with the traditional way of doing things. And, and here's, here's the kicker. And I can tell you right now from personal experience, because I, I just, I literally tried three times. This thing don't give you a hangover. This is, this is serious. No hangover. That would be a big claim. We sat down with a few guys uh, from some of the, uh, from uh, one, one of the big casinos over here and said that. And, the very, and, and immediately the look on their face was, yeah, whatever. That's the biggest hawk of shit I've ever heard. And the thing that gets us is the moment they try it, they love it. And then we got a call the next day going, you did bring us alcohol yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, we were drinking, were we not? Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. 
So, but even that, you know, like that kind of content. Although, although I would love to film that kind of stuff and bring that to the to like to, to our Instagram channel, we do manage that, um, and our Facebook page can't not yet. Um, one of these days, we'll probably do that to show you guys how much how how amazing it is to watch people's faces when they first try it, they taste it, how good they feel. That's really the big thing. So this is the first one I've ever I've ever really seen that actually makes you or tasted rather that actually makes you feel good. A lot of people just kind of get into that inebriated state, you know, just to get drunk. You don't just get drunk. That's not the point of this particular whiskey. It really makes you feel good. You actually feel good drinking this stuff. Everybody else can say, "Oh yeah, I feel great, man. I feel no, no. You actually feel good. It's an actually good feeling." So back to content, what would that look like? Taking a live of a tasting, whether that's with, uh, whether that's at a tasting event or whether it's at a private thing, you know, whatever, that's content. <clears throat> Gets people to, lets people know who you are, lets people know what you're about, you know, they know you like, you trust, you build. There's any traffic right now, so just about to cross a very large road called St. Louis Parkway, eight lanes across. Think about it guys when you're doing this, anytime that you're putting out something, your content is going to get people to either like you or not. You have to have them like you. Um, if they're your target audience, you will want to create things that will endear them to you. So, do they have to like you? No. Should they like you? Yes. Should they trust you? Absolutely. Should they know you? Yes, within a certain degree. You know, some some people will say, "Well, you got to let them know everything." Well, I don't know if I exactly subscribe to that either. You can let people know just enough where they feel like they know you, enough so that they'll at least start looking at what it is that you do and what you're about. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Well, not so easy to do for some people, but um, pretty easy to accomplish if you just be real with yourself and real with others. The bottom line is that a lot of attention the right kind of content to your funnel all right i'm gonna lay out at this one we're already at 20 minutes so wow it's longer than i thought uh, but in any case i wish you guys an amazing week uh, keep each other going make sure, make, sure that, make sure that you're smiling that smile might make somebody's day love you guys thanks for following don't forget call in with questions i mean you want to talk about stuff? Let's talk about stuff. Talk to you guys soon. Ciao for now.